0: Your Have you ever ordered something online um, from foreign climes? And uh, this this podcast, I guess, is uh, aimed at people in the UK uh, buying books from. Uh, outside of the UK and shortly to be outside of uh, the EU as well um, and this is where uh, you pay all that money for your lovely book and your shipping and um, then you get stumped for some import duty or, or tax of some description uh, before the post office give it to you and this is uh, this is a story <laughs> this is a story about Punk Apocalyptic uh, RPG, and um, uh, Punk Apocalyptic is by uh, Schwab Entertainment. Uh, I really love um, the Schwab Entertainment stuff. Um, I think Rob Schwab is a he's a great dude, and um, yeah, he's kind of a he's the sort of guy I'd love to do some work for. Uh, anyway, that side. Um, so I I backed the Kickstarter uh, for Punk Apocalyptic, and the uh, the book was forty dollars, uh, which uh, in English money is thirty pounds and eighty seven pence. Um, and when it came time to ship, I added some add-ons, uh, two character sheet pads, and uh, and paid for the shipping, and that was another thirty five dollars. So we're in for 75 dollars uh, which is uh, 57 pounds and 88 pence so it's starting to mount up um <clears throat> now because the uh, the kickstarter fees um uh, were obviously taken um you know you put you're paying payment uh or bank charges uh for for foreign currency transfer so there was some Bank charges um, were about £1.30 or something. So, again, it's starting to mount up. Uh, the day that I received a notification of the parcel uh, was that there was a, uh, a charge to pay uh, before they'd release it. And they will not release it, this is Royal Mail, um, at all until you've paid it irrespective of whether you think you should pay it or not. So um, what they were charging was £10.45 pence uh, VAT um, on the goods and an £8 handling fee. So uh, obviously I had to pay that to get hold of the book. So uh, by the time Punk Apocalyptic is in my hand with two character sheet pads, uh, it's cost seventy-seven pounds and sixty-three pence, uh, which is—it's uh, you know, probably—it's about hundred dollars US dollars at the moment. Um, <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's bad, uh, but uh, and this really is the reason for the, the podcast. Books do not attract VAT in the UK. Uh, there are some exceptions to that, such as books that come with toys or CDs and some things. Um, but um, printed matter, generally, uh, certainly books, uh, for the large part, a lot of role playing books, uh, they're going to be 0% uh, VAT. Uh, if you have dice and things like that, the dice will be VATable. Uh, bookmarks are VATable, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. But. Um I was I was kind of a bit annoyed that I'd just had to pay another £18.45 uh, to get this book in my hand, which was not a justifiable charge. And I think that's something that you guys probably need to be aware of if you're bringing stuff into the UK that's books. Um, and you get stumped for some customs charges, right? You, you have to pay them, but you can claim them back. And... Um, there's a there's a process to go through it's a it's generally relatively straightforward uh, but I've done it so far Um, and uh, what you need to do is go to um, uh, look online the form is called a BOR 286 uh, and that is a border force uh, claim form and you fill that in and you basically say the reason that you think the uh, charge was unfair is because uh, there is no VAT chargeable on books Uh, you also wouldn't pay any import duty uh, I believe either if that for some reason was charged Um, obviously uh, do your own research on that I'm not I'm not your accountant Um, but uh, I've done that uh, sent a letter to Border Force told them that uh, they've incorrectly charged me VAT Uh, they've sent me a letter saying uh, yes you're absolutely right um, we'll credit you the ten pound fifty four, which is the VAT they charge me. Uh, but it's a separate process then to get the eight pound back off Royal Mail. So you then have to uh, send them uh, a letter with the letter from the Border Forces <laughs> as uh, as evidence, and um, that's going in the post tomorrow. Uh, but obviously, you have to put a stamp on that, which is a bit annoying. I had to put a stamp on the other one as well, so that was one pound sixty almost of stamps that it cost me to send these two two letters out. Um, but it's the principle of the thing, uh, so um, yeah, don't pay VAT on uh, on your RPG books because you, know, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to, and if they charge you, they've done it incorrectly, almost certainly. Uh, but yeah, look it up on the internet. Um, there's also on the HMRC's uh, I think it's the HMRC's website uh, notice one hundred forty-three, a guide to international. Uh, uh, well, it's the gov. Uh, gov. uk website. Search notice one hundred forty-three, a guide for international post users. And uh, yeah, if you open that document up, it will uh, it will tell you all about the. Um, if you're incorrectly charged what you can do about it um, So I think that's it uh, for this bit I might add some more to this episode uh, if I can think of anything uh, but I just thought you might find that interesting, hopefully you did <coughs> One more thing that I thought I'd mention um, and that is uh, it's kickstarter related really uh, and this this is probably useful for people that Um, I've run a Kickstarter, i thought about add-ons and that kind of stuff. Uh, Previously I've run Kickstarters and um, you know you could get people to add funds to their Kickstarter and I did do that, it sort of gets a little bit messy trying to figure it out afterwards. Um, Then I've used Backerkit and they take depending on what plan you have three percent of uh your funding goal uh, not your funding goal sorry your your final uh funding amount so um and and that actually uh is irrespective of dropped backers so they basically take three percent from uh, from backers that drop out <laughs> as well uh, but anyway that's by the by um so yeah the um uh the the backer kit option is is reasonably good um you basically have to build all of your items into backer kit and um uh, add your your weights for shipping and all that kind of stuff um so you you've got a bit of work to do there but once they're in uh on one project uh one backer kit project they're there for the next one so if you've got a load of add-ons that are you know, other things than, than the Kickstarter or the products that you've got. Uh, you probably only add them into back kit once. Um, <clears throat> but the the thing that occurred to me uh, when I've run the very recent Jura Fingers Kickstarter was that I didn't. Um, I, I, I collected shipping uh, as part of the Kickstarter pledge didn't plan to do add ons but sort of changed my mind after I'd started <laughs> which um, which probably wasn't wasn't uh, wise but 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 I you know I've, I'm into seven Kickstarter projects now and I'm kind of I know what's going on so uh, it didn't really phase me too much but I wouldn't recommend uh, not planning um, exactly what you're going to do and stick to it Uh, If if it's your first, second Kickstarter, something like that. Um, But anyway, I've I've got my own web store, and uh, it's a a WooCommerce store. And I was thinking, I've got all of my products set up on there, and rather than do it again, or have to basically create two sets of product databases and manage shipping in two separate locations and stuff like that. why don't I just handle add-ons through the web store um, and deal with the the shipping that people have paid in Kickstarter already uh, and give them a discount uh, to offset that. Um, so I uh, I found a good plugin on the WooCommerce website uh, called Smart Coupons uh, and there's some coupon functionality in there already but it, it wasn't as um, detailed as I wanted um, so basically I managed to find uh, the smart coupon uh, plugin. Uh, I think it was something like 90 pounds and um, that's cheaper uh, by half than the three percent backer kit fee uh, that I would have been charged had I've gone with backer kit so I just needed to figure out how to do it uh, and um, I know I've done that now and it's generated uh, a, a good amount of revenue from add-on sales um, so uh, if you've got a existing website um, then it's certainly worth considering not using BackerKit, kit um, not having the mess of doing it through Kickstarter and then trying to figure it all out after uh by you know uh, this the pledge is 25 pound but this person pledged 37 pounds 50 which must be you know the reward plus that add-on and this add-on um so yeah just uh if you've got your website uh look at some coupon options um uh, or what you do is you set up a product for the kickstarter reward uh that is uh that's kind of zero and um get people to add that to their car to check out and add all the rest of the stuff in and as long as your, your product accounts for a bit of weight for the shipping, um, the shipping will all work out fine and away you go. Um, there's some kind of side benefits I guess to that, um, if you've got a newsletter built into your website people can sign up for that and um, you kind of increase your um, your your kind of reach with newsletters and, and things like that which is is quite nice so uh, yeah that was the second bit uh, I, hope, uh, I hope this sort of stuff's useful to people uh, or, or a bit informative uh, okay thank you very much bye